It is Monday, June 8th, 2020, and I have the shits from a hilariously awful Pawtucket dive bar next on Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? It is a big day on the show, as we've reached uh, 10 episodes, which is nine more than I originally thought. Um, uh, listenership continues to plummet uh, because I simply cannot entertain as well as I uh, imagined or thought that I could. So this may actually end uh, quicker, but uh, now, nah, you know, I, I enjoy it, so I'll, I'll keep doing it. Um. But yeah, that's it. Uh, anyway, I hope all of you had a great weekend. Mine was uh, pretty good. Uh, got a few things done around the house, which was nice. Uh, again, uh, spent some time with some friends, uh, which was good. I uh, played a little golf yesterday, uh, which featured a repeat of my previous rounds uh, thus far um, this season, which uh, have featured horrific front nines followed by slightly less horrific back nines. It's very odd. Uh, if I could somehow put two rounds, uh, two of those back nines together, I could uh, finally break 100, which would be magnificent. I might quit once I do that. But, you know, because then it would be, oh, now you got to break 90. I'll never break 90. I am 42 years old, and uh, I've been playing for... I would say four years, five years. You know, I dabbled with my dad as a kid, but I, I'm horribly impatient, and I suck at um, anything with any sort of athletic tinge to it. So I didn't really take it seriously at all. I still don't, but I like it enough that I'll play often and try to improve. But the last two times I've gone out is, have found me on like the fifth or sixth hole taking uh, an iron and trying to um, smash my bag in frustration. Um, I, I damaged a golf cart, the la um, not this past time, but the time prior, because I missed the bag and hit the golf cart. Thankfully, no one was around to see it. But um, So we played... Down in North Attleboro, which for those who aren't aware is a border town next to Pawtucket, Rhode Island. So we decided to um, venture into that uh, godforsaken hellscape and stop at the first bar over the border. Uh, that brings me to the uh, free ad of the week. A real shitty gem called the Celtic Pub in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Check it out. Celtic Pub, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Uh, I am a massive fan of dive bars. They're usually 
full of character, uh, old and occasionally bad decor, and grease in places that grease probably shouldn't be, uh, like on carpet or ceiling fans or on some of that bad wall decor. Having spent um, a lot of time in Quincy, Massachusetts playing darts years ago, um, we ventured into just some of the worst fucking places uh, ever. And there's there was always a charm about them, uh, whether it was, you know, just old um, people. That's eh, not the charm. Just, just like a you know, old feeling, kitschy, vintage feeling, um, you know, uh, a sordid history of cocaine trafficking. Um, in one place, it was a a private bocce club um, where they were mad at us uh, because they usually would just play porn on the big screen TV, and we had brought our significant others that particular evening, so they were pissed. That they couldn't show porn. Um, but the divey feature there, I mean, it was a private club and they, you know, with their $2 drafts and $3 rot gut uh, mixed beverages. But, you know, anyway. Um, this place, the Celtic Pub, was no exception. The The, the first drafts that, that we had had in a, in a bar in close to three months uh, were clearly from a keg that had been sitting since the end of March. It was flat. It didn't taste right, but I fucking loved it. Uh, The server was awesome. Great guy. Didn't charge us for that swill and then brought us replacement swill. So uh, given that we wanted to eat, it was time to order. Um, Burgers for three of us. Hot dogs. For my um, my buddy Jeff, who is preparing for a surprise ten dog challenge, um, which I'm sure will be discussed in great detail at some point down the road. But basically, the ten dog challenge is going to be Jeff said he can just eat ten hot dogs, ten buns um, at the drop of a hat, essentially. So we're going to surprise him at some point and laugh at him when he fails. So there were no fries with the burgers or the hot dogs. And, you know, we didn't, you know, it was chips. We didn't really think much of it. <clears throat> but, you know, it, we discovered later on that there was likely no fryer at the Celtic pub. It didn't click until the order of buffalo wings that we had came out. And, I mean, they looked like they had been fucking boiled. Um it was remarked that it looked like uh, old lady skin, which is just vile. It's disgusting. Uh, and my Christ, were they fucking horrific. I had two of them. But uh, because of the Celtic pub, or at least I think, I don't want to make assumptions, but I'm making an assumption because of the the lunch at the Celtic pub. My bidet uh, has got a workout today. Uh, it has not been a good morning. It's probably why I sound terrible. As I'm uh, probably a bit dehydrated. That's um, a little too much information. But, you know, this is this is my show. 
So when I have the runs, I will share that with my audience. Um, but listen, I would suggest going to the Celtic pub if you have an affinity for dives. I would just make sure that you eat beforehand. Don't order food there. Please. Uh, I took a video of the amazing men's room. And I think that's going to be the first video that I post on the YouTube page, the show YouTube page. It's just wonderful. Um, wonderfully bad. But you had it was it was just the kind of thing that when you go into a place like that, you have to take pictures of everything because it's ridiculous. You think, is is there a board of health in the state of Rhode Island? Probably not because it's fucking Rhode Island. But still, it was it was wild. I I loved it because it sucked. And I would probably I would go back and drink there again. I just like I said, I wouldn't fucking eat anything. So, <clears throat> um, have pity on me. Because of my current ailment, and I appreciate it. But it is Monday, which means uh, three gripes. And I have been I've been collecting more over the past month of doing the show, and it seems as if most of my issues are, are recent and therefore timely, which is great for business. Um, which brings me to my first gripe of the day, face mask littering. People are fucking throwing them everywhere. I see them all over the place. And it's what sparked this was my morning walk. Uh, I live basically behind a Lowe's. And there's an area, sort of like a, you know, an exit area uh, where cars pull out of the parking lot and go up the street to go to. Uh, go to the stoplight for the main road. And that area is has been just littered with beer cans, nips, trash, what have you. There's a ton of it there. Uh, but lately, I've seen a lot of face masks, rubber gloves, and, uh, and, and whatnot. But what I don't understand is why the fuck... I mean, look, littering in and of itself is just really fucking stupid. How fucking shitty and lazy do you have to be to throw something out of your window? Throw trash out of your window? I mean, that shit was, that was pounded into our skulls as children not to do that. The number of, of PSAs that showed, um, I wish I could remember, I want to say the little owl's name was Hootie, but I'm not sure. And the catchphrase was, give a hoot, don't pollute. That has stuck with me for 38 years. And I can't figure for the life of me, people who still feel the need to fucking throw shit out the window. Is it is it too much to ask that you hold on to that until you get home and then throw it in the trash? How fucking lazy do you need to be? I am an exceptionally lazy person. And I would never throw something out the window. Ever. And I think in this case, it's just really stupid fucking people who probably think that, you know, their mask is, is tainted or stained now because they walked into a Lowe's 
one time to buy a gallon of paint for their fucking stupid kid's bedroom. But, I mean, we're going to hear in, I would say this time next year, you're going to see all kinds of reports of, you know, how landfills are overwhelmed from all the fucking trash. Just an absurd amount of trash. I mean, I know here in, in my house, just my wife and I, we've made more trash. Part of it is because we haven't gone out that much. So we're it's just constantly there's more uh, food scraps, there's more trash, there's a lot of trash. And you know that's coming. But you're also going to you're going to start seeing this, too, that people are just throwing shit out their windows constantly. Face mask, rubber gloves. And landfills and, and trash companies are going to be overrun with this crap. The plastic gloves are even worse. I mean, it. my assumption is that within a few years, you know, a standard blue uh, face mask is going to just disintegrate. I could be wrong. I don't know what they're made of, but that's my assumption. Plastic gloves are going to linger on for centuries because shitty people can't dispose of anything properly. Probably going to be fucking rubber glove islands floating in the Pacific in no time. But if you're a retail establishment and you don't have some sort of receptacle outside of said establishment, you're also fucking lazy and shitty. Just fucking put a barrel out there and say, look, this is where this shit goes. It shouldn't it shouldn't be medical waste. My my guess is that some of these places are probably going to spin it that way. And again, I'm not the smartest fucking knife in the jar, so I don't really know. But just put something out there and say, hey, look, don't fucking throw your shit on the ground. It's gross. This shit was on your mouth. Fucking pandemic or no. This shit was, it's like taking a fucking used tissue and just throwing it wherever you want. That's fucking disgusting. But these fucking stupid people think that if they go into a supermarket, their fucking mask is now covered in COVID because, you know, they've spent five minutes grabbing a jar of relish or some fucking dumb shit. I, but I shouldn't be surprised by any of this. Society as a whole is fucking just stupid. The old saying, the masses are asses. It, it fits so perfectly. And especially so when dealing with this fucking virus. Gripe number two, memes. When did dumb captioned pictures become such currency in this society? They're used fucking constantly for literally everything. And I hate seeing them because there's no thought. You're, you're, there's, there's nothing to them. Other than you clicking a couple of buttons and, and putting it on social media, which social media in and of itself is a completely entirely different complaint. And I'm, you know, those of you who have suffered through, um, you know, nine episodes of this show know my feeling on Twitter. Such a useful tool, but such a fucking cesspool. Um, but it has created such laziness that people are no longer able to articulate a point or have a meaningful discussion about anything. There are so many people that are on Twitter, and I use Twitter just because I, I'm on Twitter 
a lot. No, I ha- I've slowed it down over the course of the last couple of months just because it's one, there's no sports. So it's not much for me to talk about. And two, because it's annoying. But the number of people who will be on that particular medium see someone make a point about a couple different things, and then they respond with a doctored photo of the same. We've seen the photo 8 billion times. It's a guy and his girl walking down the street. The guy is turned around looking at a girl who passed him, and he's giving the ooh look, you know, giving that, like, oh, wow. And then the girlfriend is looking at him like, what the fuck, dude? Don't be a fucking pig. You know, and there's, you know, three captions that, that sort of encapsulate whoever posted this picture, their, their thought. I, I, who does that and fucking congratulates themselves for a job well done? Yeah, I showed that fucking person, that random person on the internet. I showed them by posting this picture that has been posted now. I would venture to guess one billion times. I'd love to find that out. I need to find that number. How many times has that picture been used? Probably one billion. And it's like, oh, well, now that I've done this, they'll think better of saying that thing from now on. And it's not just that one picture, obviously. It's whatever fucking nonsense these people create. But it just, it accomplishes nothing. All it does is say, I'm not smart enough to, to make an actual point against you for anything. They take that picture that in a lot of instances is lifted from somebody else. So now they're stealing somebody else's work, using it as their own. And look, some of them are funny. Don't get me wrong. Some are funny. I'll freely admit that. But there are far too many people who use it seriously and literally have nothing of value to add to a conversation. They just hit send, sit back, have a sip of tea like Kermit the Frog, and just wait for a response. Mission accomplished, sir or ma'am. Nicely done. I mean, why tell a story when a picture can be used instead, right? Well, because then using words would actually convey some sense of knowledge, which, as we all know, is suddenly looked down upon these days. I'm going to show a picture of a frog, show a picture of three people, show a picture of a fucking, I don't know, like I'm so flustered thinking about it because it just drives me fucking crazy. It makes no goddamn sense. It's, it honestly, it's, it's weak. In my mind, it's weak. It just doesn't seem, it doesn't, it doesn't, the person who's posting it, what sort of, what sort of, what point are they trying to get across? Don't understand it. This has been a horribly unfunny episode. And I apologize. I know typically I guarantee one laugh per episode, but I, you know, you're getting your money back on this one. It's just not funny today. I had nothing funny. I feel like crap. <laughs> what am I supposed to? I'm hungry and dehydrated from the Celtic pub. 
Um, but this doesn't help. So third, but in this, the third gripe, listen, it's a gripe. I'm not mad about this. I need to, because I know that this is where this is going to go. So I need to preface this by saying I'm not mad. It's a complaint. It's an, it's an observation, not mad. But the last gripe is uh, criticizing the creative. I got a voice message over the weekend from somebody with a serious tone, said that my show sucks, that I should stop doing it. Now, if this had come from someone I know, I'd brush it off, tell that person to fuck off, move on, ha ha ha, make a joke about it, whatever. But in this case, this was somebody I didn't know, or at least... I don't think I know. Uh, if I do know, you should tell me. Leave another message. Tell me that it was you. And then I can tell you to fuck off. But, um, yeah, that didn't happen here. And so, when it comes from someone I don't know, I can't... I, and this is, this is the first instance of, of this for me. So I can't just brush it off. Not so much the complaint because, yes, sir, my show is fucking terrible. We all know that. It's a given. When you click play, you know what's coming. Horseshit. Anyway. Uh, I heard this um, from another podcast recently. Well, maybe sometime last week. But there is no courage in criticizing the creative. I'm not saying that I'm creative. It's not the case. Um, or even that this guy's complaint wasn't entirely warranted, like I mentioned. But I'll never understand the need to lash out at the author when they, when they would need, all they would need to do is change the channel, turn it off, close the book, like get up and walk away, whatever. Like, did this guy get a fucking raging hard on after he was done leaving that message? I go, oh, I'll fucking show him. I'm going to tell him how I feel about his show. And look, I'm sure as shit not going to give this fucking clown the satisfaction of playing his message on my show. That's precisely what he wants. It's on. In all honesty. I'm not mad, and I've, I know I've said that, but I'm really not mad about it. I'm sad. Because I'm sad that there's someone who thinks so little of themselves that they needed to take time out of their day to criticize a show that has said from the get-go that it's probably going to suck, it's not that great, but that 53 seconds that you just used to shit on me and my show is, it's pathetic. And I sound like I'm mad, but I'm not. Again, I've said that a thousand times, I'm not. I just, I feel bad for this person. Sir, I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you because you are so small and so petty that this program has caused such a reaction that you feel the need to send me a voice message and state that opinion. 
I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. You're a sorry, pathetic sod. And it just makes me wonder, like, what else in this person's life is so bad that this is a reaction that they have? Do they have this sort of reaction anytime they feel that they've been wronged? Probably, if I had to guess. But I'd love another one. Send another one. Tell me who you are. Tell me why. Give me something. You, you I mean, hopefully you don't listen to the show because honestly, I don't need that nonsense. But what you need is to get a grip, relax, have a drink, kick back, find something that you enjoy, and just, and don't be a dick. It's not needed. That was a terrible gripe, but it, I needed to, I needed to say it because that's, that's how I felt. And this, all this is this me talking into a microphone and, you know, out into the ether of nothing and 12 to 15 people will listen to it. It's somewhat therapeutic. That's it for episode 10, 10 episodes in the book. It's not really a book. It's nothing, really, excuse me. In the books. Never understood that phrase. Should look that up. But, um, yeah, I mean, this one probably sucked too, so be it. It is what it is. Uh, sports are coming back, so that's good news for us, good news for me. Probably not good news for you if I start talking about sports on this program, but maybe that is. Maybe you value my sporting opinion. Hopefully not, because it's, you know, my opinion. But uh, next week, I'm going to do a uh, Premier League Part 2 preview show next week, probably next Thursday show given that uh, they start up next Wednesday, the 17th. So on Thursday, the 18th, we'll have that. I'll eventually have uh, an NBA and an NHL show. Once that starts to get closer towards the end of July, um, I probably won't do an MLB show because uh, they can't get their fucking shit together. Um. And because I don't fucking care about the Red Sox this year. So, um, I, you know, I'll, I'm sure I'll talk about it a little bit, but, you know, I'm, uh, if you'd like to participate, as always, please don't hesitate to let me know. Uh, send me an email, complaints and observations. Oh, show mail. I'm sorry. Jeez, David, fuck. Show mail, one word, S H O W M A I L, at complaints and observations.com. Uh, the website, complaintsandobservations.com. I did not put up a blog last week because uh, I had nothing to uh, to say that I didn't say on the show. Uh, that may change. Who knows? Um, Complaints Pod on Twitter. The, um, the YouTube page, which is, uh, I think it's just Complaints and Observations at YouTube. But uh, the link is on the website. You can check that out. Um... Instagram, Facebook, that's it. So uh, thank you as always, uh, all three of you for listening. Appreciate it. Please tell your friends. 
uh, tell your tell your family, tell your children they should listen. Um, tell your parents they should listen, but mostly tell your friends. And uh, yeah, so that's it. Short show, less than a half hour, but you know, again, I don't feel so good. So uh, thank you as always. Godspeed. Ta-ta.